0: All right, so we're just going to move on to one of my favorite memories about 14 years ago, and this is actually tied in with the previous podcast where I was talking about how a very naive version of me um, arrived at a brand new school and struggled to cope with all the changes that he had encountered. Now this is towards the end of that year, and um, it was speech night, the equivalent of the prize-giving ceremony that they held at this particular school. Through all the difficulties and the hurdles and all the ups and downs that had been experienced throughout that year, um, praise God, eventually uh, we managed to move from a position of struggling to doing really well. In fact. At the end of that first year That new school I uh, came first And I'm very, still very happy About that um, I consider it an amazing achievement uh, An achievement that you know I, I think I will remember For a long time And the thing is This specific event Had with it um, Something else that occurred That will long live in my memory So Ten-year-old me, still naive, but happy, super excited. The night is young, um, yet the stars have just popped out. You can hear the crickets chirping, the temperature is just perfectly cool, the breeze just glides across the skin, and it doesn't cause any goosebumps, but maybe just a tingling sensation of joy. This is the first time I've been at school, at night, So everything just seems significantly more, I don't know, bright because of the lights. And I think maybe this is where my love for lighting in the dark actually originated from, from this specific speech night. The event itself was something that made me a little bit giddy, um, having my name called up and walking up the steps and hearing some ululating in the background probably mom as I was collecting my prize and then coming back to sit down uh, amongst my peers was quite the sensation because I still felt like a stranger in this environment and yet here I was uh, doing what I guess many people would have liked to have been doing at that moment in time and this giddiness managed to translate to, um, well, basically everything that I did from that very moment I know that there was a table uh, set outside the hall With juice and cake I did not feel the need to even stop by and have a bite It was only afterwards that I discovered that it was for the parents anyway So I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do so uh, But it was, so was my excitement that I didn't even think about uh, stopping by and actually having a bite myself, and um, well, because it's dark, I decided not to wait around and you know bump into strangers, just to head directly to where the car was parked and wait for my parents there. Which is exactly what I did. I went to the car and, uh, chariot uh, and um, Mitsubishi chariot. I remember that car seemed massive to me back in the day. And I remember just waiting there, super excited, super excited to just hop onto whichever parent um, would make their way towards the car first. And as I waited, uh, anticipation rising, uh, the sense of excitement just continuously building up to a crescendo, I saw this figure that shared the same uh, shape as my mother. You know that silhouette? Every child knows their mother even in the dark. And with that certainty, I raced. I raced to um, my mother and I said, Mommy! 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 Mom! It wasn't Mom. (laughs) It wasn't Mom. It was another woman who just happened to share a similar shape in the distance. And I only realized this when I was about three steps away from jumping onto her. I must say, the uh, embarrassment peaked. I don't think I've ever peaked in embarrassment even more than I did at that specific moment. I remember her just gently sidestepping me. And um, I remember seeing a young lady uh, walking by her side, just you know, to her left. And to make matters worse, this specific young lady was the very lady that had come second in my class (laughs) that very year. Um, I'm not sure if their intention was to congratulate me. However perhaps due to my behavior that was thrown out of the window and the couple continued strolling down in a different direction and as they walked away I distinctly remember the young lady's mother saying, oh, so um, you're telling me that this is the super smart guy that has found himself in your class? This is the super smart guy you were telling me about? And uh, they walked away as I drowned in my embarrassment. Okay, so this perhaps is a heartwarming story depending on who's listening and the perceptions that you may be having in this specific moment about me. But this was a story that I was super embarrassed about for a very long time. And you might ask yourself, why in the world, Joe, Ayanda Joe, why are you sharing this story with us if you consider it to be very embarrassing? Well, it's because... This is tied with the very first podcast about self-disclosure and another thing that I'd like to talk about, which is laughing at yourself. I think that it's a very powerful tool to be able to laugh at yourself and to laugh with others about some of the things that you consider silly that you may have done. Uh, The reason for this is because it empowers you. You know, the reason why someone else laughing at you is significantly painful is well you view the event as embarrassing and it makes you feel perhaps as a lesser human being but when you laugh you've elevated yourself beyond that embarrassment and it places you into a position of greater learning you know this trait that i ended up developing of being able to laugh at myself is what led me to develop the confidence to you know raise my hand even when i wasn't completely sure what the answer was in class i'd always be that guy that shot his hand up and would give whatever i thought was you know the answer that moment more often than not i got the answers wrong and um sometimes you know there was a lot of laughter associated with that but because i was the first one to laugh when i got the answer wrong it wasn't something that left any indelible marks on me in fact um, it I found that because of the second principle we talked about competition, uh, I would end up competing with myself in a sense. Okay, I got it wrong last time I'm not going to get it wrong the next time this exact same question is asked. So by placing myself in an environment where I could be laughed at and laughing at myself before anyone else could, I could do the things that I guess most of the population would consider cringe, without feeling the need to cringe myself. And I think that's my superpower, and something that I might not have inherited the very same day that uh, Jupiter and Saturn aligned. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's my story, and I hope that it inspires you to laugh at yourself, compete with yourself, and find yourself in a position of learning even more than ever because you're not afraid of the laughter that comes with failing. Till we meet again. Have a great week.